This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, it's the first, uh, we're back basically, the first Kerry Dixon show of the new season. Uh, we've got Burnley uh, coming up on Saturday and I'm, I'm delighted as always to welcome back the great man himself. Hello Kerry, how are you mate? Good evening Dave and uh, I'm very well thanks and glad to be back of course and uh, hopefully there's a few listening in um, to listen to some words of wisdom, whether it be a positive <laughs> one or a negative, uh, you'll hear it here first. So uh, welcome to all the listeners. I'm sure. I'm sure they're delighted to have. Uh, I'm sure they're delighted to have you back. Maybe not so sure about myself, but uh, we'll we'll soon see. Any, anyway, let let's get on with the uh, the business to hand. I mean, first of all, mate, you know, it'd be a bit remiss of us really uh, not to kick off with uh, you know what happened in pre season. Really, um, a bit different from Aberystwyth, wasn't it, mate? <laughs> um, yeah, time to change a little bit. Uh... I mean, everyone's got their new ideas about pre-season and what they do and double sessions, treble sessions and so on. Um, you can only run so far. You can only do so much. Um, the thing is, what I would say and what I always found is that if you put in and had good pre-season, you have to do it. I hated it. I hated running and saw me play. Nobody knows that. But um, if you had a good season, uh, pre-season, you've got that unbelt. It, you can't wait for the season to start. There's a buzz about you. And somewhere during this, you'll find um, something. And it comes from a good pre-season, but it also you need a good rest. I always, you know, you look at the players who played on international duty, been travelling, and in days of where pre-season now is, is a global thing as well. It's not just, you know, play your games and, and training done. You've been all over the world for branding the club and rebranding the place. So, you know, there's a lot more to it and a lot more being involved with a football club you've got to do your part in that respect as well but from a playing from a playing angle you know it's about it's about fitness it's about hit the ground running I mean come Saturday the players that are selected the 11 uh, they're going to want to hit the ground running try and stay inside get get a winning start 
all of these things go for everyone's mind. Uh, the most important thing is a good pre-season. And uh, some of the results, iffy, I have to say. Uh, you know, people look at every result and, you know, make draw conclusions. But pre-season always was a case for me of, of getting fit. Um, you can put two teams together. We've had a couple of negative results. Um, they're to be discarded. Um, pre-season results never meant nothing these days because it's a calibre of the opposition and that we play against winning and losing um, people make judgments from a playing perspective it starts Saturday and Burnley should be a comfortable home win um, you know I'm starting off with that one again you heard it a few times last year should be a comfortable home win so yeah, I mean, you know, I I know what you mean about the pre-season. I mean, really, it is all about about the fitness, and and maybe we shouldn't talk too much about results. But uh, I don't know why. I think I think in a sense, you know, the negativity that we're seeing at the moment, because there is a lot of negativity around, and I mean, a lot of it's I think been been caused by the transfer situation that we've got at the moment. And at the moment, it seems to me that number one, we've got a lot more players uh, going out than we have coming in. And just to recap, we've got Rudiger, who's the German international defender, Bakayoko from uh, Monaco. Uh, we've got Caballero on a free to replace Begovic. And, of course, we've got Morata from Real Madrid. I, 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 out of all of those, Kerry, I'm most interested to, to hear what you think about Morata being a striker. Um, well, well, striker hands in his CV. The first thing an employer looks um, how many goals he gets. He's replacing Diego Costa, which is a hard act to follow, no matter which way you look at it, um, for right or for wrong. And when he plays, and I've seen when he plays, I mean, everyone assumes that he'll play at the weekend, and I'm one of them. I expect £60 million pounds him to start at home to Burnley. But uh, back to why, um, I'm going to say about that, he's had a reasonably reason good pre-season. I don't think anyone's been outstanding in terms of results, but like I've said before, it's about your fitness and whoever selected on Saturday to hit the ground running. Um, what do I think of Morata? I will Conte's judgment, but like everyone else, I'll, I'll sit and wait and see. Um, you know, Diego uh, Costa pretty much hit the ground running. Didier Drogba took a long time to settle into the Premier League. Um, other foreign players have taken their time to settle in. I don't know whether Morata, if Chelsea are going to be Challenging on four fronts for Silver. Um, he hasn't got to settle in. He, he's got to be the finished article. Um, I can't say at the moment, sit here and say great things because I haven't seen him. Um, when I see him, I'll be the first to say, um, I hope. And I back Conte's judgment. And what I will say is that what has been apparent so far in pre season, something that I thought of for quite a long time. He has the man that unlocks things and makes it work for us in tight games and tough games. He's the man that makes it work. And he's been missing. He's going to be missing. Um, he's that world-class talent on his day that can unlock defences. All the top sides of them, we've got him. And you can put what you want anywhere. I mean, the Williams and, and so on. Every game the second most creative player. The others, if Hazard is not on, not in the team, the onus is going to fall on them. And I'm not talking about Burnley so much. I'm talking about some of the other games coming up pretty quickly afterwards. I'm talking about the better sides. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think without a doubt, you know, it's going to be really, really hard to replace Costa, who, you know, 
you, you pretty much guarantee he's going to get you 20 goals a season and you know that he's going to score in crucial big games. That's what world-class strikers do. But I, I think, you know, reading between the lines, Kerry, uh, it, it seems to me that Conte's made a judgment call, which is that in spite of how good he is and, and what he brings to the table, uh, he's uh, he's not a really he's not a good influence for the team, from what I understand. And uh, you know, I can understand it. You know, that that that's the that's the responsibility of leadership, isn't it? It's to get a team together, and if somebody threatens the team ethic, then they have to go. Um, the only other thing I'm encouraged with, actually, is the fact that I mean, I know there was a lot of rumor about um, the club being in for Lukaku. I've got to be honest, and I always felt that. Lukaku was more Michael Amanalo's pick than Conte's, and that actually he always wanted Morata. And of course, he did pick him. He did uh, buy him when he was the manager of Juventus, although he didn't get a chance to really work with him because he, he pretty much immediately got the Italian job. So, I, like you say, I, I trust Conte, and I'm, I'm delighted in a sense that he's got somebody that he wants because I think that, that that's important, isn't it? Well, it's got someone he wants, and uh, I'm sure we'll play for the manager. That's always to the club. Um, I, we, we're trying to guess what and predict what's going to happen in the future. This is what we're trying to do, and every Chelsea fan is doing yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. What do you think of the season and so far? But I, I don't know. I don't have the answers. So, so many times, well, statements, and I could do that. I'm going to do well. Oh, listen, he'll fit in. We won the league last year with with that. It doesn't work like that. Every every season is different. Every player has a different idea, different goal. Uh, you know. Transfers in, how is that going to work? You know, you said about influence in the dressing room. We've got Rudiger, Bakia, um, we've got Morata himself, um, all expected to play. You know, we don't buy the type of players and we can reserves. We do, but I wouldn't have thought so. They've got influence in the dressing room, they've got to have an impact on the field. It's an interesting season for us. Um, I don't think they're overly, if you look at it as a neutral, the signings various clubs have made. I don't think there's many really exciting signings um, in the summer. And I wouldn't have said, unless that gets, I don't know, 10, 15 goals by Christmas or something like that, they're going to take their time to think, is to replace Diego Cost? And is he going to be up to scratch? Uh, the jury's out at the moment, I'm afraid, Dave. Well, I, I, I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm picking that a little bit. I, I think it, it, it reveals the frustration that a lot of Chelsea supporters have, have, have got because I think, you know, we all knew. Uh, I mean, John, John Terry, I think, very famously said it. We all felt that, you know, we needed at least four or five quality additions to the side in order to make a challenge on the Premier League title and, and of course, the Champions League later down the line. And what seems to have happened is that, I mean, you know, OK, you know, until until they've actually kicked the ball and played for Chelsea, we don't know what they're going to be like. But on paper, you know, Rudiger, Bakayoko and uh, Murata do look like good signings. Um, but they've replaced players that have gone. So in, in, in a sense, we've not really added just, to the squad. Sorry, Dave. And more, and more to the... Go on, mate. No, don't worry about that. Uh, um, did it does not seem... The signing's pretty much like for like. It's a lot to me like like for like with a bit of um, Willie Wonty. Uh, very similar. The, the players are, are now not going to be there. Um, the players come in, yes, they've got to be replaced. And people say, well, like for like because we won the league. But is Matt going to score goals? Bakayako is 
Is he a Matic? Is he any better? Could he be worse? Um, you know, is, is, is this situation Rudiger? Is he going to be able to play in a three or four? Or is there a, no answers until six games at least into the season? Yeah, exactly that. And I think the other thing is, of course, not only, you know, on in very real terms, I don't think we've, you know, added to the squad. I think that's also hampered by the fact that they've also sold a lot of the fringe players in the squad last year. So I think I think people are concerned generally. And I think, you know, an even bigger concern at the moment is the rumours that were bumbling along for the last week or two about how, you know, frustrated uh, that Antonio Conte is about this. Because, of course, it's his, his arse on the line if we don't deliver you know, trophies, because that's what's expected of the club. And there was a real concern bubbling around that, that he might leave. I mean, wh- where do you stand with that? I mean, I, I, personally, I, I would be distraught if he left, because I think he's a superb manager. But do you, th- do you think he's likely to go, or do you think it's all a load of, of hokum? Well, listen, I'll go back to two months ago. We were doing a show, the final show of last season. Everyone was great, a wonderful season, and so on. You know... Um, Two months later, nothing's happened. We haven't kicked the ball in this part of the few pre-season games and, and, and all of a sudden there's doom and gloom around the place. I'm not them type of people. Um, I'm a realist. Um, things happen. Uh, players come and go. will come and go. We, we expected that anyway. You know, We spoke about the situation. Um, I, I'm really, with with the lot, when I say, let's just wait and see. Not, not too much. I certainly don't think Conte will go. Where would he go? And where would he go? Um, why would he leave the champions? It, you know, what you say as regards, um, it, I'm not to say his neck on the line. I mean, I don't believe it, you know that his neck would be on the line after being so good last year would fall from grace so dramatic. Um, I certainly don't think that will happen, and I don't. Um, he will leave, but yes, he will be judged by his results. Um, this is what football's about these days, and it always has been to a degree. It's a results business. And, uh, you know, no one wants to see Chelsea in mid-table. No one wants to see Chelsea struggling. I don't believe that will happen. But, um, you know, it, I, I really do believe maybe Morata will come in, starts hit a lot of goals. Bakayako might have the same in, impact as uh, Ken in midfield as last year. Not that I can see it. I think, you know, I, I've always said I look for creativity, you know, and Fabregas, Bakayako certainly don't look like Fabregas. Um, our creativity has come from the same two players, Hazard and Fabricas, as far as I can see, and you've got William and Pedro, and you know, chipping in. And at the end of the day, Morata's got to put the ball in there or bash away. And that Chelsea, you know, and keep it tight at the back. That is Chelsea. Um, that's what we got last year. We won the league with that. I think uh, the cities and I think United, although I think they look uh, mundane and lack of creativity there, they, you know, by typical Jose, by you know, big stopper defensive type players rather than creative players. But I think Manchester City be favourites for the league this year from where I'm looking. Mm. Okay, well let's let's talk about what what our expectations are then uh, going forward. Um you know it's 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 it is very, very hard to retain the Premier League. Very few teams have done it other than United. I know we have as well obviously. Um but g- given where all the other clubs are in terms of their buying and the way that they've strengthened their squads, um, you know, what, what do you see our chances for retaining the Premier League this year, Kerry? Well, firstly, um, from where I'm looking, it sounds pessimistic. I, I think uh, we're a top four side, um, you know, but the same six will find out. Tottenham haven't bought anyone, so in terms of signings, yeah. where do they stand? You know, um, 
manager's got faith in them. They have faith in the manager. Uh, they've got a bit of one. Maybe they're going to get rid of two. Carl Walker's gone. Um, maybe down the road will go. You know, they don't have protected about anything. Um, they had a great season last year, so they're going to go with it. Um, the clamour for signings all the time. You know, many people say, oh, you've got a strength and you won the league, you've got a strength. Don't win the league. People say, oh, you never strengthen or you, you didn't like to like. Or he, there's always going to be an answer for everything. What's our expectation for? Um, that's our expectation every year uh, with the money pumped into the club, with the wages that the players are on. Uh, and, you know, what fans expect on them sort of monies, on, on you know, what Roman puts into the club. Top four finishes, what is, what is expected? Now, it's up to the likes of Liverpool and the Arsenal and so on, to, to break that. I think the two Manchester clubs and us will be the main three. Um, Arsenal, not quite sure. Um, you know, the strike up front, trouble with Sanchez, uh, Ozil. Um, I don't know. It's, they're all in the same boat as us, by the way. You know, it's a wait and see job. First six games of the season will determine how it works. What's important for us and what our expectations by the time he fine tunes how we play, what we do. I remember back uh, last season, I think we were if, very iffy, you know, we'll change. We went on a superb run. You know, he's got a, he's got a month, six weeks to sort it out. But in the meantime, we've got to be picking up points. If while he's sorted it out in given time, we haven't picked up points and we're mid-table in Manchester City, for example, or United are 10 points clear, it's a lot, lot, lot to ask over the course of the season. And uh, we've, got to, we've got to be up with the pace right from the start, I think. And uh, if that be, we'll be a top four side. Well, I'd like to think so, because I, I think, you know, it's something that the club, you know, doesn't really ever tolerate. I mean, they did obviously famously season before last. But I think the other thing, Kerry, is, is, is you know, you're right in a sense. Number one, you know, you've got to be at it from from the word go. And I, I, I think the other thing that's worth remembering is if you are going to win the league title, then you can't really afford to lose more than, say, three or five games. So I, I think that, allied with the fact that, uh, you know, Hazard's going to be out for a few weeks yet, and he's our most important player. Bakayoko, we know, is also not fit at the moment. It is a bit of a concern for the, the first kind of, as you said, four to six weeks of the season. But of course, you know, again, you know, the transfer window doesn't shut until September the 1st. So we, the, the reinforcements may well come. It's it's really hard to call what's going on. But I, I do share your concern. Um, but then again, you know, we didn't start brilliantly last season. And then we went on that fantastic unbeaten run of 13 games uh, in the autumn which pretty much won us the title. So, you know, I don't, I don't think we should be too pessimistic. Chidge. JK, in all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> It's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. 
Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy, I could cry. <laughs> where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. One thing that I am a little bit more concerned about, actually, is how we might do in the Champions League. And and the reason for that is twofold, really. One is that if you are going to compete in the Champions League, you need a big squad. You know, you need quality, you know, from one to around 2024 players but the other thing of course is that in in the year or two that we've been away uh we've seen some very 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 good sides emerge uh who are very strong so people like Juventus Real Madrid Barcelona Bayern Munich PSG Letico Madrid you know uh, to be really honest mate I think we'll you know I, I, I hope we get as far as the quarterfinal I will be really surprised if we get beyond that I mean would you agree with that well, it's interesting. I mean, you asked me, and I, I could throw it back at you as a fan and supporter and intelligent part of that. Um, you know, that expectation, what do you think? You know, probably more than me. Let's just put things like that. I'm not pessimistic about the season, and I'm not downbeat. I'm intrigued, and I, and I wait to see. You know, if Morata is better than Costa, if Bakayako is better than Matic, if Rudiger is, is, is fixes the system and, 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 you know, shores up the defence and makes it even better than what it was, hang on. After six games, I'll be going, oh, what three great signings they are. You know, we are looking yeah. at the Champions League side. But at the moment, uh, I don't know that. And I'm not going to make a judgment prior to. And I'm, I'm not thinking at the moment, as I've said, I don't see Champions League signings. I don't see really exciting signings. People disagree, by all means. Um, but it's their opinion. And it's not realistic. It's a realistic view. So would we make, would we make, would I be happy to call files of Champions League? We're in it to win it, mate. Um, I would be as happy as it could be because I also know that if we get drawn against the top side, it could go either way. If we got a Barca in the last 32, we could be out. It's one of them situations. But at the moment, I don't see us competing with uh, the Rams, the Bayerns and the Barcelonas. Uh, even with the side that we've got at the moment, I think we should be through the group. Again, I, I, you know, I do, I do see what you mean. I mean, you know, a ball hasn't been kicked yet, and and I think the other thing about the Champions League, actually, Kerry, no matter what the evidence is before us, which are there some, there are some very strong teams, it is of course a cup competition, and and anything can happen. Just, just to kind of go back to what we were talking about in the Premier League as well, because you know, maybe raise the positivity a bit. Um, you know, I think yeah. you're right. I think Spurs, Spurs are not going to be as good as they were last year because they're going to have the additional problem of playing all their home games at Wembley, and I don't think that'll be easy and they haven't bought very well City will look an astonishing bought, attack well no Spurs haven't but I mean City City have you know bought again a lot of players and they look they're going to be a big attacking force but I don't see that they've improved their defence much they've just bought two attacking wing backs uh, Liverpool much the same Arsenal much the same the big threat I think will be United because we know what Mourinho's like he doesn't go very long without winning a title and they've spent a lot of money 
And of course, they've also bought Matic. Um, so, what, what do you do? You, do you think Man United are our biggest threat? And what do you think of us selling their Matic? Not many people are too happy about that. Last year, you know, any from three Fabregas, Matic, Canty. Um, Matic is unsettled, not having him in the side. Bakayoko's yeah, coming yeah. in. He's obviously the manager's choice. One, one has to go. It's got to be one of the defensive players. So, you know, it would be Matic, and he's gone to United. You know, would, would I sell him to United? You know, I'm not a believer. If you don't want someone and you consider him actually worse than what you're buying in, which is quite apparent, then be bold and go to where he wants to go if, if that be the case. People say, well, why should you strengthen the opposition? You know, we, we sold Petch Arsenal. <laughs> Are we worse or is he better off? What happened? You know, he's still considered one of the best golfers in the world. Um, we let him go. We won the league. All right, they won the cup. Um, um, do I see United as our biggest threat? No, I think just to see. Uh, I think United have to beat. Um, they need to improve a bit as well before they challenge. Well, then the other night, uh, without Ronaldo, they beat them comfortably as far as I was concerned. So they're short of the mark as well. To kind of move on really to uh, to Burnley on Saturday, of course, our first match of the season. Um yeah, it's a quite an interesting one. This because, of course, we we never know what's going to happen, do we? And that's that's the beauty of it. But uh, in in some respects, people might say this is a really good time to be playing Chelsea because of you know the the, the disquiet about the transfers. We've got Hazard out and all the stuff that we alluded to earlier on. But on the other hand, if you if you said to me our first home match of the season was going to be against Burnley, I'd say bring it on. That's going to be three points. Thank you very much. Said. That's exactly what I'd say. Um, it's exactly what I expect, and it's exactly what I think. Um, if you if you're talking to me earlier on for the last like, twenty minutes about Champions League, would we take it off and winning the league and a top four side? Don't tell me you're even going to be bothered. <laughs> you know, and I'm talking to underestimate your opponents and, and treat them lightly. If you if you approach the game professionally, which I'm sure they will, and you perform to. I'm going to say 90% of your maximum are eleven players plus the weather goes on out there. We should be capable of home, so I'm expecting three points. Yes, it is a time for them to be playing Chelsea because of all the things we mentioned. Hazard not being there, new players coming in and out, they fit in. Um, but what a good time to be playing Burnley from Chelsea's perspective. You don't want Manchester United away to start the season, would you? No, <laughs> definitely not, and particularly not now. So I think, I, I mean, ultimately, mate, I think you know we're, we're quite confident that we're, we're going to pick up some points, and I, I think you know we have every right to expect that. I mean, I know that Burnley are a, are a pretty tough physical side, and they'll probably park the bus. But on the other side of the coin, uh, they've lost some really good players. Uh, you know, Keane is a good player, and uh, they've lost Andre Gray, who is also a good player, uh, and they've brought in, of course, our old our old friends from Stoke. Uh, Jonathan Walters and Phil Barsley, who I suspect Barsley in particular will be very disappointed Hazard's not playing, so he can't kick him off the park. So, uh, in a sense, I think it'll be a tough old battle, but I do expect us to win. Would, would you say much the same? Listen, if you could just hear yourself listen to the podcast, I don't want to look back at what you just said. Jonathan Walters and Phil Barsley, and we're talking about Kevin. No, we're going, it's not even a one man, it's a favour. You know, listen. They pick what they want to do well to get near us. Yeah, good man. Um, so, uh, are we gonna are we gonna put a prediction on it, mate? I'm three 0 mate. Um, no matter which side Th- you put out, uh, I'm I'm a comfortable three 0 
Yeah. I tell you what, actually, one thing we didn't talk about, but I, I, I thought I'd share this with you. I've got a very sneaking suspicion that, that this year, I think that we're absolutely going to see the very, very, very best of William, who I've, I've always been a big admirer of. And I, I think he had a very difficult season last season with his mother dying and it, it actually affected him physically, I believe. But, um, I mean, I know it was only pre-season and you can't really judge on that, but he looked very, very sharp and hungry. And, uh, you know, possibly with Hazard missing for the first few weeks, you know, I think that might give him a bit of confidence in a funny sort of way. But I, I have a suspicion, i got a sneaking suspicion that William's going to be superb for us this year. I hope you're right. Um, because it's about time, he, you know, every player you wish to develop and to get to some of their potential. You can't keep playing season after season on potential. You know, you've got to be a player somewhere along the line. And if, if what we've seen so far is William at his peak, then he's got a battle with Pedro to get in the side first and foremost, you know. He's got to get past Pedro. If he wants to be a player in a Chelsea side that wins things, first and foremost, get you in the side, become a first choice in the eleven. Um <laughs> Very sad. Um, I don't. I, I totally understand that. You know, parents losing either of your parents it must be a tragic thing, and it, it is for everyone. It happens to everyone. Um, it affect, if it affected him, okay. Uh, you know, no one could do anything about that. Uh, but he's still got to be a, a pro footballer. He earns his life and he earns his living um, playing for Chelsea Football Club. And he's got to get out there and first, by getting the sun. Secondly, be, be a star in the team. Um, if that's your prediction, we'll see the best out of William. I will take that on board, and uh, I might put you up during the season if you don't go with <laughs> Well, when it, when it comes true, as I'm sure it will, Kerry, you can buy me a pint, so I'll settle for that. I'll, um, I'll be the first. To, I'll be the first <laughs> to say, Dave. Not only are you a true supporter <laughs> and, and, and do everything right, you're a knowledgeable one, and I should perhaps listen to you. <laughs> well, you'll be, you'll be the first to do that anyway. Um, OK, we, we should really wrap up. We're going to go for 3-0 for Chelsea on Saturday, which uh, uh, I, I'm going to... I'm, do you know what, actually? On the, on the fan cast on Monday, a lot of the lads there were saying 3-0, so I think we're all, for once, in agreement and qu- quite consistent. Where, where do you think we're going to finish I, in the I, leagues? I didn't think we... Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go on, mate. Just, are you on 3-0, then? Because you said it's doing yeah, yeah. a bit of pessimism. And, uh, you know, no, so I, 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 well. mate... Definitely. First game of the season. It's at home. It's against Burnley, you know. And I think, you know, in, in a sense, as you well know, you, you were there when it was bonkers. The club's always been bonkers. You've got all this negativity going on. You know, we haven't bought enough players. We've got Conte about to throw his toys out of the pram and walk away. I think it would be so typically Chelsea to, A, having won the league uh, last year so brilliantly and then be in absolute chaos now, to then go out there on Saturday as if none of that had happened and win 3-0. I think it would be classic Chelsea. Can't wait for the start of the season. Wonderful. It's bound to be a sunny hot day. And uh, though the weather says otherwise, it'll be sunny at Stanford Bridge and we'll beat them up going through. You've, you've taught me between three and five. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Now, listen. Where are we going to finish in the league? We didn't. We didn't say that earlier, so we should nail that yeah, down. Yeah, we did. Um, I, well, did we? You've got your idea. I'm mine. Uh, I think we're a top four side. If Mathis, if Mathis in and he has to, or Batshuayi becomes a player, we hope um, one of them has got to get 25 goals a season for us to repeat what we did this year. They've got to become the new mm. Diego Costa. If they don't. Struggling for a top four place, although I think when Hazard comes back, he can get a serve. He's on. Um, I also think by Christmas, if none of them two 
stake a claim and look like a load of goals would find another striker. But mm. top four finish, well, as it's there. Okay, well, fair enough. That that's uh, that's. You're 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 sitting on the fence as much as I'm about to because I, I kind of agree with you. I think that we could actually finish anywhere from fourth to first. Uh, I think that if we get our act together, if we get a few more players in, we've got the the bulk of the team that won the league last year. Um, I don't see much of the other sides being any more of a threat than they were last year, apart from United, which do worry me. Uh, and Conte is a superb manager, so I think we're absolutely capable of coming first if we can resolve some of the issues that we talked about. Um, I, I, I'd love to say we're going to win David, it, but I'm not going to hex it. I'm not going to hex it. Come in. Go on then. No, Go my on. big concern, if there is a concern, leaders, people, you know, mm. um, the Williams, the Pedros, I don't know what his Maratta's like as a, a personality. I don't know what his Bakayako's like. Leaders. You know, Diego Costa led the line. He, he was what he was. People liked him or didn't like him. The president said he, he, I call him a leader. He was one of them. You know, in your face sort of thing. Um, Diego Costa was the same. The was the same. Leaders. What's around? If he starts to go a bit pear shaped, got to bring a, bring a presence. Buy a presence. Mm. Well, I agree with that. And I, I think that's been a worry, really. Uh, I think that was a worry in, in, uh, last year to a certain extent. Who knows? It's an opportunity for some new leaders to arise, mate. That's always an opportunity. But I'm, I'm going to—I'm—I'm I'm not going to hex us by saying by saying we're going to win it. I, I think we'll—we may well come second. And I have a sneaking suspicion that United might pull it out this year. You know, you, you, Jose's a wily old fox, and uh, you know, I, I can see him—I can see him maybe bringing it bringing it uh, back to United this year. I obviously hope not. I obviously hope that we will win it as much as I obviously hope that we will win 3-0 like we have all predicted against Burnley on Saturday. Uh, obviously, we'll all find out. The, the, the thing that I'm almost uh, looking forward to as much as the match itself, Kerry, is, of course, meeting up with all of my old mates and having a few pints before and after the game. For me, that's as important as the football always has been. So I shall have a good day, win, lose or draw. Uh, I presume you'll be there as well, Kerry? Well, uh, I've, I've managed to retain my position in the hospitality areas and I'll be buying my trade and was trying to whisper my words in them areas. Um, you can hear it all on the fan cast, of course. Um, wonderful first day of the season. I, I think it's great. I, I love it. Um, the family, 42,000 of them will be there and there are plenty more around who won't be there, but yeah, during the course of the first six games, been away and uh, on Victory, don't be pessimistic. Don't know about United winning the league. Um, it be my team. Uh, listen, get rid of the pessimism. We'll win again. Morata, 30 goals and no problem. <laughs> Brilliant. I've got to say, Kerry, we, we, I wish every show could be the, the, the first show of the season because I, we get you in full, full positive effect and it is a joy to behold. Um, I'm going to enjoy it on Saturday. I know you are too. Um, but as always, uh, thanks for doing the show with me. It's a real pleasure to do this and I'm glad that we're back and uh, you and I will, will get together again next, next week. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. 
you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.